went sailing for the first time this morning. Oh, wow. Someone's having themselves a vampire weekend. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got you. <laughs> you fucking walked right into that. You know better than to mention sailing around rivers. <laughs> I, I, I can't say that I do. <laughs> I, I do have a very, very uh, critical question. Uh, mm. Did sailing take you away from where you're going? <laughs> What? It's a, a it's a reference to the Christopher Cross song Sailing. Wow. <laughs> the expectation for us all to know a lot about music in this conversation. <laughs> Specifically about uh, you know, boat boat music, boat, yacht rock. <laughs> boat I don't know much about boat music. Um, <laughs> How about you tell us what you did sailing, and then I'll tell you what you should have done. Uh, sure. <laughs> That's, I mean, it was a maiden voyage for me, so <laughs> uh, I, um, my friends are boat people out here. <laughs> uh-huh. Like the 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 lady is sort of boat curious. It's like a couple. The lady's sort of boat curious, and the guy is like all in on boats. <laughs> I, I I think the lady is boat curious is a Kenny Loggins album actually. <laughs> I think, but so um, they own a sailboat and then they have a bunch of friends who like. I guess if you own a sailboat and you're like there all the time, you just meet all the other boat people. Uh-huh. We went out on some guy's boat this morning, and I expressed to them that I just like boats. And I like being on water and that often the city is so water focused. (laughs) Like there's so much water everywhere. We have that big ass lake. We have like bayous everywhere that people like kayak on. And then we have the river. And I I have lamented that I don't know how to interact with the water here. Like Uh it seems more full of monsters than. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> than, it is. Than, there are alligators. Than there. what I'm used to. So I'm like, I don't. I just wish I like. Are you allowed to just kayak anywhere, or uh, where do you even get a kayak? How can you rent them? Like, so I they they've been they've taken to like invited me a few times. Like, oh, we're doing a boat thing. You can come, you weird little boat spectator. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this morning they were like, we're going out on a friend sailboat. Come with us. And I went. And I guess that the purpose of the sailboat experience was that we were watching a race Uh of other sailboats a regatta i personally could not understand anything i was looking at like it didn't i don't know what perspective you have to be watching a sailboat race at but it sort of seems like you're supposed to watch it from a helicopter (laughs) 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 i just like they were like oh that's our friend like i think it was the guy the guy who owned the boat it was like his wife was in one of the boats (laughs) and Uh and they'd point her out and they'd be like it's the one with the blue sail but then sometimes (laughs) the blue sail would be down and I was like, I don't know how you guys know <laughs> what boat she's in or where she's do supposed they, to go. Or... Do they go fast? It, it seems like a race of people trying to make a slow thing go faster. Well, so out on the lake, it was like pretty, it's pretty windy. So you do yeah. go fast. Like, and I, I get that it's like complex what they're doing. But also, I can't, there's no like finish line I can see. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's just boats moving around a lake. Yeah, yeah. And and there's some implied competition there <laughs> that, yeah. I, that I can't understand. My 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 new fear now is because uh, I I also uh, you know I like boats. I like being out on a boat, but I'm now worried that I might just inadvertently get into one of those Trump boat parades, like not meaning to. You know? Yeah, you never know. I'm sure I was at risk of it in uh, Louisiana. <laughs> it's a constant risk. It's a very like John Lovett's rat race type problem to have. Yes, yes, exactly. It's like, I just like boats. I don't, I know I don't like him. <laughs> just yeah. like the water. Yeah, it was, it was fun. My, honestly, my favorite part is that there was a dog on the boat named Rue who um, really liked ice. The Border Patrol guys? <laughs> <laughs> Was no. it a Trump boat parade? <laughs> but, but this dog just like really liked the feeling of ice against its face. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And so it would, it was like a big, like, labrador kind of looking big brown labrador looking dog and he just stuck his snout in the cooler and just like <laughs> rested it against the ice <laughs> and that was really cute oh man well i'm glad i'm glad you had a chance to hoist up the john b sail and see how the mainsail sets uh-huh call for Is the captain a ashore thing? i want to go home this feels like a music <laughs> it's, thing it's the beach boys it's the the only single from uh, pet sounds which was just recently retained its spot at number two on rolling stone's greatest albums of all time wow good for them yeah beatles uh sergeant peppers fell 23 places but Whoa. that sounds holding strong holding strong um that's interesting i it's interesting that the Beatles fell more so than Pet Sounds remains good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Sergeant Pepper's fell. Uh, Abbey Road is now the Beatles' highest record at number five. Number uh, five. And then, oh, okay. And then Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, is number one now. I was just talking about how I think the Beatles, like, I wonder if this maybe is not even a universal experience, but I always kind of thought that the Beatles were like, when you're a kid, the first music that you kind of like learn how to have taste around uh -huh. because they're, they're, it's like comfortable for our parents' generation to play the Beatles for us. And there's right. such a wide variety in, in types of music they made. That's <laughs> true. So it's the first one where you're like, Oh, I like this kind of thing. I don't like this, but I can't imagine that that's, I mean, kids now have Spotify when they're like, 10 <laughs> yeah yeah well it's that you know it, it's it's that thing i i talk about this on the uh on uh the goods quite a bit as far as nostalgia goes is that everything at a certain point flattens out you know uh and my example of this is to people our age uh you know despite whatever music we were into when we were 13 at this point at this late date corn and britney spears mean about the same thing <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they, despite the fact that they're wildly different to a person our age, it's like that was what my youth sounded like. Yeah, kind of a thing. Totally. And now that flattening is just accelerating because there's no more. You know, things are new for two seconds and then yeah. they're old. So it, it's you know the Beatles are just as new as Nirvana, just as new as Ice T. Like you know, pick yeah. any music because everything is just right there. That's I was interesting. Just in, I was just in Best Buy to get this uh, to get this headphone splitter, and I, I I 
I'm going to be able to tell people when I'm old that I remember a time where there was such a thing as a good Best Buy, and you judged a good Best Buy by the CD selection. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, they got so many CDs. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just insane now. So Yeah, they've repurposed yeah. that to be the ring light vlogger section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I've Shout seen to- at our Best Buy. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> There's like a yeah. big like vlogger section. <laughs> Which makes I sense. Gonna, I was gonna say shout out to the Best Buy in Gainesville. They used to have the <laughs> best CD section I'd ever seen. Uh, like I used to love going down there because I was like, man, they got everything. So, <laughs> and now that that experience is that is a completely alien to everybody else. So I think uh, you know. Point is, I think the the Beatles will hang around. It's just the the context will be different. Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, I, I don't. To, I don't think they would go away. No, yeah. no. I always used to go to the CD warehouse in Fargo. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was a chain, but they also they were the they had like used CDs and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We so had... that was that was a good one. I uh, remember it has a since place called a Fitness. Warehouse. I can even picture the um, logo. The was warehouse. It warehouse music. Yeah, we had, one of those. we had a warehouse music. I yeah, think. I don't know. I mean, CD warehouse is also a generic enough name. Yeah, that right. right. <laughs> Twenty different unrelated places. Kind of like how I never figured out if the Chinatown expresses across Los Angeles are connected or not. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I truly don't know. That's true. That Chinatown Express that we used to go to all the time uh, is now called Combo A. Yeah. And uh, but the guy is still there. We yeah. Used to, we used to go to a Chinatown Express uh, in, 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 Echo, in Park. Echo Park, and the guy who ran it, his name was Witch. Yeah. He's still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Witch is awesome. Witch, that's cute. Dude, he, he would hook it up too. Like <laughs> I was like, "How do you guys make a profit? You shouldn't give me this much food. <laughs> <laughs> this is enough food for three fucking meals." Which you crazy? Which you crazy? <laughs> um. Well, hey guys, welcome to <laughs> what did you learn? <laughs> Luke and Monica. I'm Monica Scott. <laughs> Okay. I, d- it's, uh, I don't it's, like this. <laughs> it's very dub of some kind. Uh, yeah, that was just some song that was in my uh, Spotify Daily Mix 4. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. That, that song is a reflection of the choices you make already. <laughs> what a bummer. I was so sure you were going to play Vin Diesel's new song. I didn't know. I, I, I just I just heard like a clip of it this morning. I haven't oh. listened to it all the way through. Man, I mean, you know, oh, is somebody, it on Spotify? Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. So I think it's definitely on YouTube. That's where I listened to it. And somebody somebody said this, and I think this is the correct take. Is he sounds like he's having a lot of fun? I saw Tom Seiniger <laughs> say that on Twitter. That's and who I, it was. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Tom Seiniger. That's exactly who it was. Yeah, <laughs> and that's true. It's not good, but it's not a thing. Like a lot of people tweeted at me. It sounds like uh, I was saying. It sounds like the music in the lobby of a trendy hotel. Yeah, like it, that's it's just fine. very anodyne, kind of you know, like that kind of you yeah. know, just whatever. Like uh, what do they call that shit? Like a uh, like a trip hop chill wave kind of. I'm sure yeah, those are both wrong. Yeah, like, that kind yeah. of thing. 
but yeah, he's he's auto tuned to hell. I mean, you know, it's it's whatever. He's having a, who cares, man? Vin Diesel's not the bad guy at this late date. Twenty twenty <laughs> is like so hard. Let everybody have fun, however they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let everybody if they're not a shithead. It's like yeah, Vin Diesel's like it, you know he's just a bunch of action movies, but hey, and he just he didn't uh you he's know dorky. He, he isn't ruining the world. Yeah, you know? let him uh, be just, dorky. I, I hope he goes on tour with Michael Chiklis. Oh, and <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Yeah, and Renner. And Jeremy Renner. Renner, Chiklis, Diesel. <laughs> COVID tour. They'll call it the Three Horsemen or something <laughs> impossibly stupid. But it's like, does that kind of make sense? But what? <laughs> COVID 20. <Yeah. laughs> COVID 21. At the very least, I'd like that t shirt. Yeah, hell yeah. That tour. <laughs> the Three <laughs> Horsemen and then them. <laughs> or even just their last names. I feel like just their last names. Powerful, powerful oh, yeah. image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's good. Anyway, that's Luke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure, I guess if we must. And uh, surprise, surprise, Rivers Langley is here. Hello, we did it. <laughs> I have uh, man, probably about ten pages of handwritten notes on this <laughs> on this thing. That's wild. So we watched oh the movie God. Class Action Park. Available on HBO Max, um, <laughs> which I, I first of all, just about HBO Max. I uh, a they don't Luke I think told me this they don't have a contract with Roku, so you can't watch it on the goddamn Roku. <laughs> I had to watch it on my laptop. Oh my uh, god, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they still have yet to reach a contract with Roku, and I want to say Amazon Fire too, or Amazon TV, whatever it's called. Like those two things, you can't watch HBO Max on. And I, of course, have Roku. These streaming services, like, what is HBO Max? What did they get the archive of, or did they uh, like? Well, it's the streaming service for all of Warner Media. Warner Media, that's what it is. Yeah, and Viacom too, which no, no, not Viacom, no. Isn't there's a bunch of Comedy Central stuff on there though? Yeah, they licensed the rights, but they don't own that. Oh, okay. I assumed it was all part no. of this. I thought I, I assumed I thought it was like HBO and CBS, but okay, yeah. No, no, gotcha. Uh, CBS All Access is rebranding as Paramount Plus to be the full Viacom CBS. Uh, these are failing, aren't they? Things. Didn't HBO Max is like not doing that well? I thought. Well, it's not on. <laughs> it's not on Amazon or Roku, well, which I, is what all the poor I, people have. I knew they fired <laughs> executives. Yeah, I think yeah. HBO Max. I might be wrong about this. I thought I think HBO Max is doing better. It's like good. I'm HBO not, Max is a great service. I'm not by gonna the way. lie. I watch I'm, it as much, if not more, than any other service. Like, it, it's it, great. It sucks. I can't. Uh, I can't get it on my uh, you know TV and stuff. But boy, I watch the hell out of it. I'm always finding good stuff on there. Oh I yeah, don't, got a ton I, of I stuff. don't watch it at all because I can't do it on a TV. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I, well, I have an iPad that has an ex-boyfriend's HBO Max logged into uh, it, and that was yeah, well, that's the only way I watch HBO Max. It's like well, that uh, that that's mine too. I, I've my HBO Go and now my HBO Max. I've been using my friend's parents' password for exactly ten years now. I think <laughs> whenever HBO Go started in 2011, 2012, or whatever, and they didn't have HBO Max set up for like a month. You know, like I kept logging on because I didn't want to be the one to like create the account because it's not yeah. mine. But they finally created an account and now I'm on. I'm just, uh, but I have to go in and like, because I, I don't want them to know that, that I'm watching stuff on there because, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's sad. I, I, I have a, the same problem. 
I'm a 33 year old man. I should just be able to afford my own HBO Max, but no, fuck you. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and so I have to go in because it logs what you've been watching. And so when you log on, it'll say continue watching. So I have to go in and manually delete the things after I'm done watching them. <laughs> I'm a fucking baby. Uh, it's so sad. Yeah, I only pop in every so often to watch. I try to use it so sparingly. Like I have <laughs> on our on our Roku, we have Amazon that we added HBO to. Yeah, but that does not that does not grant you the HBO Max library, right? Which right. is deeply annoying. Like, don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, very annoying. If you if you're gonna have a like if i don't know it just seems like i should be able to i just deserve this i guess is what i'm saying yeah yeah um, well, we all do <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean okay so streaming services aside uh yeah this movie class action park it's on hbo max hopefully you have a uh <laughs> you can watch it on your phone or whatever um i, I good movie great movie choice by rivers yeah, <laughs> yeah. i I, I've been interested in this subject uh, since I heard the uh, dollop episode about Action Park probably five years ago. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's it's within their first fifty shows. It's a really early episode of that podcast, and just listening to it, it, it was such a like eye-opening, insane experience. Just trying to imagine the things they were describing. First of all, like like the cannonball loop being the most obvious like thing. We're just like. Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> the so the animation that they have of that, of the guy getting thrown around and hitting like four different parts of the yeah, loop is so funny. Yeah, it's I, I, To describe it, it's like a, a water slide with a... It's with like a, a completely... Yeah, it's a completely enclosed water slide like tube with a loop-de-loop at the bottom that like swings you around like a roller yeah. coaster. And and the thing that they, they talk about, uh, I think the dollop, that, that episode, uh, they said as much, but it's, uh, it's like, uh, yeah, water doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it works for a roller coaster when it's affixed to a track and you can go upside down, but like... That's not how water works. And one thing that they, they didn't uh, mention in the documentary that they kind of talked about in the Weird New Jersey article that I, I did a bunch of, like, you know, uh, side research, too. Uh, and uh, Weird, Weird New Jersey, which is just literally the only reason to go to New Jersey is to look at some of the stuff they have on Weird New Jersey. Uh which is, I believe, where Chris Gethard maybe got his start as a writer, at least, was writing for them. It's this... It's, it's this blog that just chronicles like weird places. It's kind of Atlas Obscura, but just for New Jersey. Um, and, uh, but anyway, one of the things they talked about was, uh, you know, when you're going up the, up the, uh, the ramp to get to the top of the cannonball slide, the loop to loop slide, you know, kids would walk over sand and rocks and stuff and then walk up to the top and then they would get in the slide with their sandy ass feet. And so, at the beginning of the summer, it wasn't an issue, but by the end of the summer, you know, sand cannot make the loop-de-loop. So the right before you would hit the loop-de-loop, if you got there, like they said specifically, like if you were there at Labor Day, it, it coming down before it threw you up backwards and possibly into the top of it and, you know, fucked your teeth up. Right before that, it felt like sandpaper just got raked across your back because <laughs> all the sand had collected at the bottom because it couldn't loop the loop. 
like with a normal water slide, the sand would just go out. But in this one, it couldn't <laughs> go anywhere. So you just got like raked across the back with uh, with sandpaper before you then got thrown up and possibly had your teeth knocked out. Jesus. Brutal. Uh, oh, my God. Is this <laughs> this is the is this the slide that um teeth were getting stuck yes, in it yeah <laughs> yeah the, the, well not just that the teeth were getting stuck in the padding so when you went up the loop-de-loop at the very top they put in this very thick layer of padding because a lot of kids weren't heavy enough to have the momentum to make it all the way so they'd get to the top and then they would just slam into the top of the loop and they had a, they had a trap door to like extricate any trapped children up there and but a lot of times people's teeth would get stuck in the foam because they were hitting their heads oh and, my god but then they were saying like other kids they couldn't figure out like a lot of kids were coming out with just like random like scratches and cuts on them yeah and they were like they're like what's causing that and it turns out it was the teeth <laughs> the broken teeth in the padding were just, like slicing up children as they went across <laughs> that's <too. laughs> horrifying it's a nightmare it's a real <laughs> nightmare <laughs> yeah i feel like my my one of my strongest takeaways from this movie was like you know because i think i'm of the same generation right it's like 80s kids yeah uh, yeah 80s, 80s and early 90s yeah so like i was always afraid of kids from the east coast and uh-huh. I feel like this is why. <laughs> like they're just, they're so tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nihilistic, one would say. Uh. Yeah, like just, uh, it's terrifying. I, I would have been, uh, my soft, tender little California ass would not have been able to handle this at all. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny the way that they describe <laughs> the people of <laughs> the park. Yeah. <laughs> that. I mean, Chris Gethard describing them as like when when you would go on on the the ride or whatever when you jump into the spring, which is just like a free flowing stream, which it, is insane. A, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a spring fed pool. So yeah, that means just that like trout in there and shit. <laughs> like that's fucking crazy. You hit a yeah, trout but, on the head when yeah. you land. <laughs> but that you would you would come out and be in shock from the icy cold water and probably injured from something that you hit yeah and you would have 90 new jersey teenagers chanting pussy at you oh yeah 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 That's hey tr- fucking tony yeah it's so crazy <laughs> uh or or the uh the head of security when he's describing him he says what does he say uh he says like the average customer at action park completely insane (laughs) (laughs) yeah jim desay was that guy's name head of head of park security which he was made head of park security at the age of 21 yeah (laughs) the head of security you just had to stick around for like a little while (laughs) there was no one higher than a 21 year old child (laughs) that's so crazy oh my god yeah it's uh I, I mean, you know, the whole time you're watching this, because this is ultimately the story of uh, Mulvihill, Gene Mulvihill, who everybody calls Uncle Gene. And the more they go on about Uncle Gene and they kind of talk about how he set up a fake insurance company and he didn't pay people and he's a like huge, uh, you know, Wall Street asshole. Uh, you know, he got to start doing Wolf, literally doing Wolf of Wall Street shit, doing like pump and dump penny stocks yeah. and that kind of thing. So he's just a villain, just a, a fucking villain through and through. And so at a certain point, you're like, 
when are they gonna you know because this is this is hbo they can't help themselves it's like when are they gonna kind of softly compare this man to donald trump and then they just blew right through that and went ahead and said no trump literally came to the park and was like this is insane i'm not investing in this. <laughs> <laughs> which is that's the moment for me i'm like that's it that's the move i mean that this that puts this movie in like <laughs> some sort of pantheon for just like because you're waiting for it it's, yeah. it's charged it's charged throughout the film you're like all right when are they going to say it when are they going to mention trump and then god damn it they're like oh yeah i yeah, know yeah, trump was uh kind of excited about this place until he saw it <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh the the biggest douchebag in the world took a look at this place and was like, oh, no, 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 uh, man, no I'm too out. crazy. They compare, him, they compare him as a person like right at the top of the They movie. do, yeah. When well, they're they talking about like the Wolf of Wall Street stuff, he's like, yeah, right. he's like Donald Trump meets, I can't remember who else. P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum, Which yeah. is funny because I'm like, Donald Trump is Donald Trump meets P.T. Barnum. That's, <laughs> 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 That's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they do mention it early on, but yeah, you're just thinking it. The more they start talking about it, you're like, God, this guy kind of just invented the whole like, you know, trolling people by being like, yeah, come at me. I have more money than you. You know. Yeah, and tying people up in lawsuits forever. Just, yeah, yeah. People who rightly deserve to sue his ass off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This. Uh. Well, because I was kind of like. You know, I was familiar with the story, and I knew I knew there were like deaths involved and stuff like that. Um, but I was going to ask, have y'all seen? Because this is what it weirdly kind of reminded me of, um, which is also an HBO thing. Have y'all seen the Andre the Giant documentary? No, no. So it's uh, Bill Bill Simmons uh, put it out for HBO about uh, maybe a year and a half ago, and it's really good. Um, but it reminded me of that documentary in that. The main thing that people know about Andre the Giant is the drinking stories. Yeah. Because, uh, because Andre was this, you know, he was massive, uh, you know, and he could drink an insane amount of booze. So people, and he was French too, so he enjoyed wine. And that was right. his thing. He would, he would walk into a bar and crush, like straight up crush a case of wine. Would drink <laughs> like 12 bottles of wine. And people would be like... Dan, you know and it was this thing and it's always been like they did a segment i remember on the on the man show with adam curl and jimmy kimmel where they put andre the giant in their like man show hall of fame and the thing they kept referring to was like all the drinking stories like oh yeah he's this you know he could put away you know 70 beers and he could fucking you know do all this <laughs> shit and and that's the thing you always hear about andre is that and obviously his wrestling career but outside of that it's like dude what a crazy party guy right and then they do go into the documentary. It's like, no, this man hurt so bad. His body, you know, he had a pituitary gland issue, which is why he was so huge. And his entire body hurt for his whole life. So drinking was just self-medicating for yeah. him. So, and, and this this movie reminded me of that. And like, you hear these crazy action park stories and you're like, oh yeah, they had this and this kid fucking broke his leg and I, he I heard some guys died. And this movie's like, no, here's the mother of the child who died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, I don't know if that, that was just, I think it was because I passed the Andre the Giant documentary when I was scrolling for it because uh, it's in the A section. Uh, but uh, that was just on my mind. I was like, oh, Oh, yeah, this is this is the rubber meeting the road for like the legend or whatever and then you're like no 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 here you got to deal with this yeah mm -hmm. it's sad this is sad yeah this is sad and this man should have gone to jail yeah you know? or been so. accountable in like literally any minor way 
yeah, the bare minimum, this park should not have existed past 1980. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's, it opened in, what, 78? And then lasted, it took two years to kill a guy. Uh, so it's Which like, yeah, that's not seemed, long. Not long. Two seasons. And that's not even two full years. That's uh, six months, really, yeah. for, for two summers. <laughs> so... Yeah, that that but that was what just kept coming to mind. So if if uh, if people out there listening haven't seen it, yeah, the the Andre the Giant documentary, same kind of thing where they 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 you know they talked to all the wrestlers who were like, man, that guy was nuts, and then they talked to his family. It's like, no, he had a, a horrible life. Yeah, he was in pain. <laughs> his life, his life was pain. Yeah, uh, yeah, so. yeah. The way that they introduce the that mother is a little bit weird. Oh God, yeah. like it's just in the montage of people were like it was crazy and he's just she's like gene mulvihill was a murderer well the, well the way that they do it is like it's like clearly played for comedy yeah oh yeah well yeah. where it's it's uh one of the old employees was talking about uncle gene he's like yeah you know he's uncle gene he's you yeah. know whatever a jerk but he's like yeah he's a nice guy and then they cut to her He's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. and then they cut away from her for like a half hour yeah, before you like you come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just think she's gonna be some like fussy town person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or that. Uh, oh God, I wrote her name down. That journalist lady at the end. Who oh was apparently, yeah, she was real wild. Uh, Jesse Palladini. Uh, she was the journalist that got fired from the newspaper for criticizing Action Park, and then at the end. She's just like, well, I mean, you know, Gene wasn't a good person, but, uh, you know, he, he was a complicated man, and we ended up being good friends towards the end. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, lady? He's a fucking monster. I mean, that's like, that I feel like is the most common thing with a story about a monster is like, even the people yeah. they wronged are kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's what I was saying. You know, we uh, I don't I don't remember if we talked about that on here before. I've definitely said it on. Oh uh, yeah, look, we got ourselves a uh, we got ourselves a very special guest, a very fluffy special guest. Let him so let him sniff. There you go. He's he's so <laughs> quiet and well behaved. Uh, yeah, that he's probably not gonna bark. Or she is it? She she she. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, what's the? Oh god! I already forgot. What's the dog's name? Winnie. Winnie. That's right. Oh my god! Winnie's, Winnie's so soft. like, ugh, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. are. She's gone. And she's ugh, gone. A <laughs> podcast? No thanks. Gross. What is this? 2013? Get out of here, <laughs> losers. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, well, you know, I, I've, I've talked about how they, the, I don't know if y'all have seen the, the Johnny Knoxville action point mm-hmm. uh, yeah. movie. I saw uh, it in theaters. I did too, yeah. And they, they burned this story so bad because this could be, you know, in the right hands, this could be some Wolf of Wall Street type shit because yeah. it sort of de- deals with all those same themes. And they kind of burned it by getting a guy like Johnny Knoxville who's just sort of like a likable idiot. And it's like, no, this... Gene Mulvihill should be Brian Cranston. Like you need right. a guy. It needs some who, darkness. Who is a goddamn like you could just look at and be like, this guy's a piece of shit. I still weirdly respect him, uh, but yeah. he sucks. You know, so uh, yeah, it's, it's got. It uh, should have been played with gravity, not like. I, yeah, well, and uh, now a cute. Especially with you know Stranger Things and Cobra Kai and like all these kind of like eighties nostalgia things coming back it's like why why did you burn this movie you know this could have been you could have i mean you know there's that uh that really great um 
that really great uh oh and I, I now that i'm saying this out loud i'm inclined to believe maybe somewhat inspired by this action land uh with uh Jez- is that what it's called jesse eisenberg oh. and kristen stewart adventure land huh? adventure land yeah. yeah. that's right yeah yeah uh yeah like that was that was great that was a great movie so you could just do adventure land and then put in a little uh you know put in a little uh goodfellas wolf of wall street i tanya sort of action where you get a <laughs> you know yeah totally get some real dirt bags in there you know yeah because johnny knoxville's portrayal was very cute was cute yeah well he was like like, oh i'm a i'm just a mess poor me well and he was always like on the brink of financial crisis which didn't happen towards the end you know it didn't happen till the end when he lost his weird you know mob uh, money gopher guy yeah (laughs) yeah uh he didn't really get into financial straits until he like lost like the illegitimate i guess end of his business but uh you know but they played johnny knoxville as this guy like i'm just barely scraping by it's like nah man this guy was a real a real villain (laughs) yeah yeah, like I mean, I get, I get how that's a great pitch though of just like, hey, this park was like crazy and dangerous, yeah, and we're actually gonna do it, and we're the guys that everybody wants to see actually do crazy dangerous shit. I do not yeah, want to see I, those guys <laughs> do that stuff anymore. No, they're way too old. Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's that, really I, stressful <laughs> to watch now. Yeah, yeah. When, when I say this, they should have done this in the year. 2000 but yeah. make the movie in 2000 with johnny knoxville is like the 21 year old head of security kind of a thing yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah so anyway make a oh ooh, if we're doing 2000 fucking gene hackman gene hackman is gene <laughs> johnny knoxville is the head of security guy fucking print money baby print money yeah that would be fun i johnny knoxville does i wish he did more movies too yeah just in general i feel like he's so charming still yeah i think he's you know he's he's a decent actor uh the the real revelation in that movie was chris pontius actually because it was his first like you know role where he had lines and shit i think yeah. like you know obviously he'd been in the jackass movies and wild mm-hmm. boys and stuff but he was very i was like oh man he's like kind of a kind of a good actor he's kind of charming i like yeah it. <laughs> you know yeah, I think it's because I'm very inclined to just like all those those dudes. I was dudes, say, they... really, truly, the jackass guys are like, <laughs> to me, the pinnacle of friendship. Right. Like, yeah. that's, that's the model by which I based all of my concepts of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very healthy people. <laughs> uh, and really, honestly, anytime I feel even a little sad, I can just look up that um, that giant hand prank from <laughs> Jackass, and it soup. it makes my day so much better. <laughs> Who is it? Is it is it is it Aaron McGee that they give that they make him bring in a like six bowls of soup? <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. Where he's like, "Oh, hey, would you get this soup?" And he walks in. He has a, a plastic tray with like six styrofoam bowls full of tomato soup. And then he gets smacked with the giant hand, and it literally hits him with such a force that it snaps the plastic tray in half. It's and he gets completely covered with soup. And when Johnny Knoxville is laughing at him, like in between laughing at him, he's like, "He's like, why would there be soup?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a good point. <laughs> oh yeah. Wasn't his original gimmick in that is that he would do the most dangerous stuff of any of them? Oh yeah. Danger Aaron. Danger Aaron, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was the guy that low key like gave the least shit about his body, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. I mean, I'm sure I feel like we've maybe 
touched on all this jackass stuff before, but I sure. love hey. thinking about it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and it is really wild that Steve-O physically looks like he has not aged at all, despite doing some of the cruelest <laughs> stuff to himself. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, the the stunts and the years and years of uh, drug and alcohol abuse. Right, all of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it, se- it seems like Bam got into the drug and alcohol abuse game at the exact wrong time because Steve-O still looks great and Bam is, uh, you know, I'm glad. I think he's sober yeah, it, now. Yeah, he really has makes been, me sad. But he he's a little puffy. He's a little puffy. Yeah, and just, I don't know, I mean, behind that puffiness feels like it's such pain. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so sad. It, well, and, you know, the, the real indicator of that is when I used to watch it, I was like, man, I can't believe that that's his dad, you know? And now yeah. I look at Bam and I'm like, motherfuck, he looks exactly like Phil. Yeah. <laughs> he looks exactly like Phil now. Uh, but, yeah, so, anyway. But it's on topic. Jack, I mean, they made a movie about this subject, so. Yeah, they, can, yeah. Did, they didn't. It wasn't good. The movie they made was not. I know. I don't even feel like it was that fun stunt-wise. No, like I remember sitting alone in a movie theater in Nashville being like, okay, gonna see my old friends. The only cinematic universe I care about is the jackass one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, there's a uh, there's a point where Chris Gethard says, uh, he's like, there's a child that was conceived at Action Park, right? And I was positive at that moment they were going to cut to a guy my age. I, oh, I yeah. swear to God, and I, yeah. you know, I know they didn't, but boy, I was waiting for it. I was just waiting for there to be a 33, 34 year old man just sitting there, like, yeah, my parents fucked in the in, in the in the shed that they talked about that disgusting shed, which smells like dirty backpacks. Ew. Yeah, that- <laughs> that's so awful. It's such a specific. I know exactly yeah. what they mean too. Uh-huh. It's, I, you know, it's like a junior high locker room. I know exactly what they mean and but it wasn't exactly clear was the infirmary shed and the teenage sex shed were <laughs> they got to be the same shed right they made it seem like they weren't but come on i they know those are different sheds I think that, yeah i think i think the uh the teenage sex shed i think that's like the, the kind of shed where you're always worried about stepping on a rusty nail. Like there's always nails there. They don't they don't keep nails there, but there's always one on the ground. Yeah. And just no one's picked it up and it's just Chekhov's nail. Like someone's gonna step on this yeah. edge. I'm familiar with that kind of shed. There's a lot of pool noodles in there. Oh yeah. They don't have them at the park, but they're in that shed for some reason. They considered having them at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Gene was designing a ride with them. Oh, man. Yeah, where that's your only piece of safety equipment. <laughs> <laughs> you well, have to hold it around yeah, your head. It's called g- gun water. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, was, uh, what was y'all's favorite Gene moment? <laughs> Favorite Gene moment? Well, what do you mean? Because we don't really see Gene. I know, much. but they the, of the stories. What's your favorite Gene story that they told? Because I have a very. I mean, it's it's the big I one. But I don't uh, think I have one. I I, had... yeah, I don't know that I have one. Uh, it, it was uh, it was v- not. <laughs> It, it was the moment where he gets the fake cattle prod. Oh, oh yes, that is and a really he, good one. You're right. And that, yeah, and that's why I say this could be a Cranston guy because he's got to have a zany side too. So you could you could channel 
the Walter White and the Malcolm in the Middle dad in the Howl, you know, the Howl Malcolm. <laughs> you could channel those together and combine them into this one moment where he buys a fake cattle prod for the purposes of he gets one of his teenage workers to say, hey, this is how we're going to stop people from sneaking onto the ski lift is uh, I'm going to pretend to shock you and you're going to pretend to be dead. And then people are going to haul you away. And then that way. That way, it'll teach a lesson. People won't, uh, they won't try to sneak on the ski <laughs> lift because they think I've murdered you with a cattle prod. <laughs> and it just, it just reminded me of, uh, if you remember, uh, Jay Walter Weatherman from Arrested Development. Yes. Like, That's yes. why you don't teach lessons. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, that, that was, that was the one where I was like, man, I, I don't know. I've got Cranston, I've got Cranston Cran- tunnel vision for this thing. Yeah. Cranston is a really good, um, mm-hmm. pick because he really is he ha, like like no one else just like at the drop of a hat can go from like very charming to, to completely terrifying <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it maybe would go, maybe would go to James Gandolfini if he was still alive although Gandolfini he edges a little bit slightly more towards the sinister side but yeah. I think if he was still alive man he could have a great like comedic turn as like this guy who's like you know you don't fuck with him but he is fucking weird and goofy yeah you know? <laughs> yeah so I don't know I've I want to. I want the. I want to make this goddamn movie. Is my point. I guess start <laughs> writing. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's gonna make it. Knoxville already burned it. Did he burned it? I wonder. Did he have? Did Knoxville have permission from the, G, oh, the family or something? No, no. They they completely fictionalized it. Like it was set yeah. in California. You know, it didn't. You know, they 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 completely rewrote it so nobody could. You know. No, nobody could sue them or nothing. It was just like a bad. But if they did, they had part. fake insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's his character is not. You know, he's not playing Gene Mulvihill or anything. And it's set. It's set contemporaneously too. I believe. I think it's set like now, and not the or or maybe not. I, I, know, I can't remember. I think actually. it was. I think I feel like it had an eighties vibe to okay. it. Okay. Okay. Could have yeah, just I been could... vibes and not. You yeah, know. That's true. <laughs> yeah, all all I know is that Johnny Knoxville got I think the worst injury he ever got, jackass yeah. included, on that flying off of the alpine slide. Yeah. Uh, the, which one is that? Is that the one where they There's no water. It's the one with the handbrake. Oh, yes. Which the funniest detail I'd never heard before, which is people on the <laughs> cuz in order to get on the alpine slide, you're on a cart. Uh for people who haven't watched the movie, you're on a cart and it has a handbrake, so you're able to control theoretically control the speed of descent down this hill and the chute is made out of like concrete fiberglass and asbestos is what they said (laughs) oh my god and chris gethard brought up the point that like most of the carts were broken so the handbrakes didn't really slow you down and (laughs) uh and they had signs all along the way telling you when you were supposed to pull the brake and no one did it uh, no one did it because a it's New Jersey and everybody is like a nihilist with a death wish there. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing that I found out in in uh, in my kind of like uh, side research, uh, or maybe it was maybe it was in the movie. I don't know. Tell me because I, I can't remember. I've I've listened to every action park thing there yeah. is now at this point. Uh, but they said that you know one of the things about action park is that it was heavily heavily marketed towards uh latino populations in in the new jersey new york like kind of tri-state area uh so they would advertise on radio you know spanish-speaking radio stations and all that stuff 
there were no Spanish language signs anywhere <laughs> in the park, <laughs> including including the oh my slide God. where it says, slow down, this will kill you. So there's all these people showing up that they they speak Spanish, you know? That's, that's yeah. the language they speak, and they've been invited to come here in their native tongue. Yeah. And then when they get there, it's like, fuck you, this whole park is in English. <laughs> so... Oh you know, one, I mean, one of the one of the kids that drowned was named George Lopez. I noticed. Uh, oh, you know. interesting. So yeah. there's a chance he just didn't couldn't read the goddamn sign that said "Don't get in here. This is going to kill you. This is a horrible idea." If there was such a sign, but anyway, on the the Alpine slide was the one with the you know there's no water, so you're just going yeah. down a slide in the, in the chute. In the movie, they mentioned that to, to get to the top of the Alpine slide because Action Park doubles as a ski resort the rest of the year. You had to ride the ski lift to get to the top, and they said that. People would take the carts and take them up the ski lift and then try to drop them on people as they were going down yeah, the slide. That's really crazy. I, I also like the idea of like general behavior in the 80s towards other yeah. people and like the morality of like hurting strangers seems low. Why yeah. no one was aware that, <laughs> that you shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just wild. But yeah, they built they built an alpine slide, I guess, out in you know wherever they filmed uh, wherever they filmed the Johnny Knoxville yeah, movie, and Topanga he Canyon went off something. of it and straight up landed on his fucking head. Like, yeah, and was knocked out cold for a while, oh and my God. like broke his shoulder, and yeah, and he said essentially like in all the interviews that I watched with him because they they play that one interview with the Jimmy Kimmel show where he's on there and kind of uh, talks about action, uh, action park and stuff like that. And I think in that same interview, he said, it's the worst I've ever been injured on anything. Yeah. And it's, this is like Johnny Knoxville. We're talking about yeah. here. Like the man made his career by getting shot in the chest with a 38 special while wearing a bulletproof vest. That was his <laughs> first stunt. Uh, <laughs> that's how he got involved with uh, big brother magazine was he was like, uh, they asked if there was anybody who would be willing to let him test uh, personal protection uh, like equipment like uh, tasers shit like that and he allowed himself to be shot with a taser stunned with a cattle prod and then finally put on a bulletproof vest and shot with a 38 special in the <laughs> stomach so it's that guy that guy uh, suffered yeah. the worst injury on the damn alpine slide so. I mean it is when you when you actually see it in action it's insane oh yeah, when that, there's that one that, like, bank that you hit going so fucking fast that you're like, dude, if you if you were like above a certain weight, man, you're flying off that goddamn thing. Yeah. The fact I mean, there's there's no tracks, there's no bumpers, there's no protective equipment. Nothing, like nothing. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to 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 describe it if you don't see the video of it yeah yeah if you don't have i mean if people are listening to this and they haven't seen the movie and they don't have hbo max uh just go to youtube and just type in action park uh, alpine slide and you can see this thing it is it's insane and, yeah. and the thing that they i don't i don't know if you can see this in the in the movie or not but they show or they they talk about anytime somebody would go flying off the thing their remedy was to just put up bales of hay where the person <laughs> flew off <laughs> like that helps at all yeah and, like and the the kid that died you know uh george larson he went over the bale of hay that they had put there the last time somebody flew off because they talk about it in the thing like 
they were trying to be open for the 4th of July weekend, and the state had told them to remove this giant pile of rocks that was next to the Alpine Slide. They just didn't remove the pile of rocks. They just put up some bales of hay there, and that's what that kid blasted through and then smashed his head and died. Mm-hmm. So, God, you know. that's so horrifying. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the worst thing, you know, I mean... Well, the worst thing is that he died, but the, the worst uh, oh, reaction to it is that Gene Mulvihill claimed that he was an employee and it was off hours and it was nighttime and it was raining and none of those things were true. And that the the ride didn't kill him. The, the rock, rock killed yes, him, which is was, not part of the park. The rock was located 25 feet away from the ride, so the ride could not have possibly killed him. He died 25 feet away from that ride, which is... Which is like saying that the heart attack killed Elvis and not the drugs. And you're like, no, man, it was the drugs. <laughs> if not for the drugs, he would have had the heart attack. So, oh, God. Yeah, it's the atmosphere that you've cultivated that resulted in this, not not yeah. the immediate thing that stopped right. your head. My car didn't kill you. The inside of your skull that your brain hit killed you. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, and you know what's crazy? They didn't mention this in the, in the documentary, but I, I read in subsequent things that... Uh, there was that ride um, called the Surf Scoot, uh, where it was like uh, one of those rollers, like oh, assembly line fun. <laughs> rollers, and you fly down this hill on the rollers, and then you hit the water and you start skipping like a stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they didn't mention, and it, it looks kind of Aqua Scoot, Aqua Scoot. Yeah, that's Aqua what scoot, it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not not the Surf Scoot. It makes sense, Aqua Scoot, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> sounds gross, uh, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, the thing that they didn't mention in the documentary, there was a retaining wall right past that that people would just regularly smash into. And I assume it, it wasn't like they didn't hit hard enough to like get permanently fucked up because Gene Mulvihill installed bleachers next to that wall so people could sit there and eat popcorn and watch people smash into the wall. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so it's like it's what an you know, asshole. Uh, seriously, it's so crazy. Truly, it's what so an asshole. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. That when they were showing that is what I was starting to think though of like some of these rides look really fun, dude. You know, it made me want to go to a water park. Like yeah. I, I was going to ask you know what what uh, what your local water park was and and uh, in I, New I, Orleans. Or, well, I mean, growing up, but yeah, in New Orleans, oh, I know. growing uh, up. Uh, Wild Rivers was the one we always went to in Irvine. Oh, it's a, you didn't go to, uh, uh, oh God, what's the one from Bill and Ted? Uh, Raging Waters. Or, Raging Waters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raging yeah. Waters is in San Dimas, which is like farther away. Okay, that's the one I've been wanting to go to. Every year I was like, I want to go to that Bill and Ted water park, but I've never I actually went- made it out there. I've been to all of them. I went to Hurricane Harbor a lot when I was a kid. I didn't uh-huh. go to the... There's one by Knott's Berry Farm that I don't remember what it's called, but it's really small, and it's like Knott's Berry Farm just like, here, we got a water slide. <laughs> 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 yeah, you guys wanted that. But um, yeah. Hurricane Harbor at Six Flags opened when I was a kid, so it was like the cool new one. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I I used to go to the YMCA like day camp, summer camp um, in Beverly Hills because my dad didn't want me to be around other races. So he went to the oh, good. <laughs> Beverly Hills uh, and that was all Jewish kids, the richest Jewish kids in the world. Uh, uh-huh. So I was like heavily bullied because I was 
the only not Jewish kid there <laughs> and the only not rich kid there. Um, so cool plan, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it worked. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we would go to water parks. Like on Fridays, we'd go to an amusement park, basically. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Damn. Do they have water parks in North Dakota? Uh, well, Fargo's not really big enough to have its oh, own really? water park. Damn, we should go start uh, one, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's probably still not really big enough. Well, it's also, I don't know if it's. I mean, it's it's the size and also the number of months a year that it could be open. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I think there were in like Minneapolis or something, but I never, we never drove four hours to go to a water park. Okay, yeah. The uh, I, I remembered watching this. My uh, my, <laughs> and now I want I want this to be like a scene a scene in a movie somewhere. I think you could probably work it into an action park movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my friend Jason Webb was saying I believe he was in either North Dakota or Minnesota somewhere. And a big thing up there is you know the hotels they will have indoor water parks at yeah. those ho- at those hotels because in the winter there's nothing else to fucking do and so they'll just run them all year and he was doing comedy at some comedy club up there in Minnesota I think and they put him up in a <laughs> put him up in a hotel with one of the water parks and one of the things is they often will have the water slides kind of wrap around the building as kind of one of the gimmicks you know yeah and he said that a part of the water slide was like going through essentially like a corner of his bathroom <laughs> and it was just leaking water like when he got in there he could just hear like running water in the bathroom and he was like huh is the toilet broken and he opened it and there was just a water slide kind of in a corner just taking up one small corner and just pouring water down into the sink. Oh my God. I guess, yeah, like indoor water slides at hotels are definitely a lot more common. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been to, to the do. one at the mall of America. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was going to ask. Yeah. That's the one I know about up there. I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. It seems fun. I mean, I, uh, the one that we had in our hometown was called Surfside water park. Uh, and like Action Park, I still remember the jing- the jingle, which was Surfside Water Park, the wet and wild place to play. Uh, and that's it fun. Was, it was the shit. Like looking back, oh my god, it had a wave pool, it had the lazy river, uh, it had the curly Q slides, it had the big straight slides. It was bare minimum what you would need for a water park, but man, it was so good. Uh, I loved it. But the big one was Whitewater in Atlanta. And oh, yeah. while and Whitewater uh, now is owned by I think it's owned by Six Flags, so it's it's part of their empire there next to Six Flags over Georgia. Um but it it reminded me of Action Park because, you know, Action Park all of the legends revolve around people being injured. Uh, and Whitewater in Atlanta all of the legends revolve around uh poo-poo in the pool. <laughs> Like, yeah, sure. That's <laughs> a popular topic. Seemingly, everyone I know, whether it's true or not, had a story where either they or their older brother found a, a piece of shit floating in a pool somewhere. <laughs> and and I think it's because there was like a, an E. coli outbreak there in the early 90s. <laughs> 
so there really was like most urban legends there's a kernel of truth there really yeah. was a guy who escaped from a mental asylum uh, <laughs> you know it really Just did happen yeah yeah but uh, uh you know and i think in the movie they they refer to this as a code brown yeah. so there really, there I really, really was a code brown i really but, rolled my eyes so hard at that <laughs> but everyone I know had a poo-poo story about Whitewater in Atlanta. That was, and so watching this one was so funny. I was like, man, I wish we had stories about people being, you know, daredevil badasses. Ours are just like, oh yeah, baby pooped poop. in the pool. Someone's yep. pooped. <laughs> just poop stories. Um, yeah. 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 I don't remember any story, any particularly compelling stories about the water parks, you know, here in new Orleans, we don't have a water park here, but our zoo has a lazy river. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, because it's in the summer months, like when the zoo is open, oh. it's just too fucking hot and people sure. leave. So yeah, to yeah. keep people from leaving for like a little bit more, you can get access to a lazy river in the middle of the day. Whoa. Does it go by animal enclosures? Like, or is it just a... Uh... I've never gone to it, so I don't know for sure. I think oh, it's okay. kept quite separate, but... Gotcha. Because it's got its Cause... own entrance. You do have to pay extra to for the pleasure uh, is that, wait is that like you go down it like on an inner tube or is yeah. it like a little boat you can yeah, no you, know. you can just like swim in it hang out in it float float in a uh, tube or whatever actually, you want have you been to a water park luke uh i don't know that i have oh man we should go i was gonna say <laughs> next summer if it's cool fucking please come out here and we'll all go that would be the shit I lo- yeah we'll go to raging waters Yes, yes, uh, man. Yeah, so most water parks have what they call the lazy river, which is just a, you know, it's like if a pool was in the shape of a river and it goes all the way around the park. But it has like a current. It has like a flow to it. It's It's got those, you know, when they talk about the, the girl at the kayak experience, stepping out of the kayak and electrocuting herself on a fan, they have those fans on the side of the lazy river that just push the water. And uh, yeah, you can, mo- most people go down on a float. Oh, they don't, they don't put them under the water anymore they, huh? don't, they don't put them under the no, water they're under anymore. the water oh they do put them under yeah the water? yeah they're yeah. on like the sides of the, uh, of oh, the channel okay. and they yeah. just it's kind just of, that you know. most places know how to hire an electrician <laughs> right, and right. Have most it places hire, they're not just hiring like you know some some mafia guy's son right to do yeah that. Just like some industrial sized honeywell fan that they bought at home depot <laughs> yeah. that they can stick under there <laughs> it's just some hamilton yeah. beach fan Right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've just got a bunch of blenders under the water <laughs> running. Yeah. Hey, it works for margaritas. It'll work for this. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, my move always in the lazy river because everybody's always on the tube and I'm like, it's fucking hot, man. I'm just going to swim this thing. So yeah, I, was always I like just... to just be it because you can kind of just tread water and it pushes you forward. I'm the same yep. way. I always like to be in the water. Love it. Love it. I could be. I, oh, man. That, I, I really want to go. There's. Uh, I really love lazy rivers and I haven't been in one. I was really obsessed with the idea of getting in one last year and I never made it happen, but I did figure out that there's uh, a Marriott in Houston that has a huge lazy river on the roof. That's the shape of Texas. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's my goal. I'm going to go there some point soon. Oh my God. I'm (laughs) just, I, I'm driving across the country in uh, in November uh, to go home for for uh, for Thanksgiving, so I think I know where I'm staying in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you could just float. It's always hot in Houston. You could just float around Texas. I know Houston's. <laughs> it's not even on my way. There's no reason to even go through Houston, but I might. <laughs> 
Um, oh my. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do love water parks. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's I the really best. do. And, and, and I was like, you know, I was a, uh, I was a, a scared, uh, scared child, so it took me a long time to actually get on one of those straight slides. But uh, yeah, the curly Q like slides, them. man, I could fuck those curly Q slides up. <laughs> I remember see, I remember being at Wild Rivers um, with a kid who went down the straight slide, and the big thing with the straight slides, you you do that, you'd like yep. cross your arms, and then uh, kids would try to like get air. Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. one kid sat forward as oh. he was going down and then slammed back down. And you could, he was like a little boy with like a buzzed head. You could see the crack he made oh! in his skull in blood all the Shut way. Fuck. His head. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when we go, please everyone follow the instructions of the children running the rides. Yeah, I love <laughs> yeah. to follow the rules at water parks. I did go to a water park in New Orleans when I was a teenager visiting my dad. And it was my first experience with um, like a thunderstorm, a sudden thunderstorm, because they made us all get out of the water. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, <laughs> at, I've the, been to a at the of those. at the Blue Bayou in Baton Rouge. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. That was always a big part of it, because in Alabama, in the summer especially, yeah, uh, every you know, pretty much every day, just a giant black thunderheads will roll in and all of a sudden everybody has to get out of the pool and it was that thing of as soon as you saw it that was your key to go get in line for dipping dots because mm-hmm. uh, as soon as they made you get out of the pool rush on concessions like everybody's running to the concession stand for shelter and uh and ices and shit my god it's uh oh i loved it i love it still love it <laughs> it's, it's just a nice like warm thing to think about in my head i'm always just like oh yeah and uh, uh talk to talk about uh motor world uh real quick which oh, is the, the, the go-kart world the go-kart slash <laughs> speedboat which yeah. looked so fucking cool dude that was <laughs> oh motor world looks legitimately fun you know yeah. it, it's like super fun like we should do go-karts sometime yeah that, that's another one i mean those go-karts the fact that they didn't have like those tires on the side so you couldn't you could just drive wherever you wanted oh yeah oh that was the funniest shit was, and one uh, of them used it to hunt an employee <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that was amazing oh my god i loved that so much <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it reminded me because I I haven't really investigated the go kart scene down here, uh, but I'm sure it's LA, man. There's got to be some badass go kart places. There's around a really here. good place in like Torrance, somewhere in the South Bay, that you okay. can see off the highway. And then there's also one off of like the 60, kind of like far, like north of Pasadena and stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like I saw one. There's one like that you can see off of the. I think the 405 down in like Carson yeah, or something. Yeah, that's the somewhere. one, the South Bay yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I've seen that one from the street, but I have never been there. Um but uh there is um uh the hell is I talking about? Go-karts. Oh, two things. One, when uh when doing go-karts, uh my big tip is cuz I've done a lot of go-karts <laughs> in my time. Uh <laughs> if you have the choice, because usually when you go there, the go the go karts are every color, you know. If you if you have the choice, uh, select either a pink or a purple go kart. Because if you select red, red's the most badass. But every insane little boy in the world is like red, red. I'm not getting purple or pink. I'm getting red. 
So the people, you know, those are usually the ones that, uh, you know, little girls get. And girls are not as insane, so they tend to drive normal, uh, whereas <laughs> the boys tend to crash them. So the purple and the pink ones tend to be in better working order. <laughs> so, so I would always whip people's asses at golf carts or at, at, at go-karts. And, and uh, that's because uh, really early on, when I was like 10 or 11, someone told me that. They're like, they're like, dude, the pink ones are always going to be the best because, uh, you know, they don't get driven as crazy as the red ones. I'm like... Fuck, that's a great idea. So I always go pink <laughs> or purple. Uh, the second thing, the first time I ever did go karts, it was the most. This is where I felt my life intersected with the with the action park uh, thing. Um, the most uh there is a place down in gulf shores alabama uh i i'm i assume it's still there but who knows there's been so many damn hurricanes between the then and now who knows yeah. but it was called it's called adventure island and adventure island had a mini golf course that was really good uh it had a laser tag arena that was really fucking good and then they had go-karts and the first time I ever went there, I was with a, I was with a friend of mine. We'd gone down to the beach together. We were probably nine or ten, and we get in the go karts. It was the first time I'd ever driven not just go karts. It was the first time I'd ever actually driven a vehicle of any kind. You yeah, know, your baby. I mean, besides a bike, but a motorized vehicle of any kind. And uh, so I'm sitting there just doing the steering wheel like this and going and not paying any attention to the safety tape that's playing. And the people running the thing were indeed like 18 or 19. They were children. Uh, and I'm just sitting there like I'm so excited about going. I am not paying any attention to where anything is and crucially not paying attention to where the brake is. So I missed the instruction about how to stop the car. And I also missed the detail that you're only supposed to, that you're supposed to do five laps. Uh, so after the first lap, I come flying into the station full speed, like pedal to the metal, <laughs> and all the 19-year-olds running it are like leaning up against the car, smoking a cigarette. And I remember this, like I, I couldn't stop. They looked in my eyes and knew I wasn't going to be able to stop. And I, I still, <laughs> I saw the whites of their eyes as they jumped in, like over the railings, <laughs> and I came plowing into the station and hit. I mean, a full speed into all of the other cars that were parked there. Oh, my Just God. wham. And, you know, I fucking, like, hit my head on the steering wheel and shit. And they... For this is how like you know if I'd been if I'd been running that thing about all right kid you're done and I would have unbuckled me and <laughs> pulled me out they actually pushed my car back onto the track and then they were like four more laps <laughs> <laughs> after I almost killed two of them like I it, if they weren't paying attention I would have killed those two those two kids <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so that uh, when they were talking about Motor World I was getting very heavy early me vibes I was like uh huh I understand I understand all of this <laughs> like when the boat jumped the other boat and landed on top of the guy in the boat like there were two boats on top of each other with the, the propeller just running insane yeah so that's insane. horrifying yeah. and the yeah. lady who just like hit it with a stick yeah she's like yeah what'd you say like oh i got my uh i got my my dow dow rod or whatever <laughs> she's just hitting the top of the boat <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god um, we did we did have a number of different like go kart tracks. Oh yeah, sure. Fargo. And I remember the the best one. I can't even remember what it's called now, but it's the only place I've seen that it was like a two story go kart track. <laughs> Fuck yeah! So you would go up and then like you would go down the hill, and when you hit that downhill, oh yeah yeah, you'd be going so fast, and it was like. <laughs> 
to be the, like that's the first thing you've ever driven in your life. Yeah. And you hit that dad here like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going probably twelve miles an hour. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. You're going, yeah, you're going. In 15. your little child brain, it's like, yeah, this is the fastest I've ever gone in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have the power of life and death in my hands right now. <laughs> yeah, the the. The bumper boat, or they weren't bumper boats. The 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 speed boats. Yeah, they're such just a- speed boats. I love yeah. bumper boats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bumper boats are kind of relaxing and fun. These yeah. were like Miami Vice cigarette boats that were <laughs> whipping around the curves and shit. Oh my god! It's uh, and and also the fact that they talked about the the pond itself being <laughs> full of oil being, and being gasoline. Being filled with gasoline and snakes. <laughs> Does the gasoline make the snakes more powerful? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, well, it's, it's it, it, you know, what, what do they call that uh, when uh, those fish learn how to live at the bottom of the ocean uh, next to the heat vents? Extremophiles. The yeah. snakes have become extremophiles. Uh, yeah. Well, he did uh, say. You got to be careful on that ride because if you light a match, you might be surrounded by fire snakes. <laughs> hey, that, that might be where they came up with the end of the Jennifer Lopez ice cube film Anaconda. Oh, yeah. Because that's exactly how that movie is. Is it flaming? snakes yeah 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 yeah. okay yeah the the, they uh the snake eats john voight Mm -hmm. i remember that but then the best part is he regurgitates john voight at which point john voight's like gooey snake eaten body winks at jennifer lopez it's awesome uh (laughs) it's a fucking it's a great film but yeah it ends up with the snake in the in the water the water's on fire and then the snake is also on fire and he's still chasing him around so maybe it came from action park who knows (laughs) <laughs> one can only hope one can only hope uh i looked up the thing about the lola cars which are the like the formula one looking go-karts that they have yeah and because they talked about you know oh the staff figured out how to override the speed governors mm-hmm. and because i think they're supposed to tap out at 20 miles per hour but once if you take the governor off the thing they said that they could get it up to like 50 60 miles an hour and that they would even take them out on route 94 <laughs> which is so funny um I found out that uh, the the way that they took it off, it's like so easy. Uh, they got one of the all you had to do was get one of the tennis balls from the tank ride, which also looked badass. But you take one of the tank tennis balls, and then there was just a certain place in the engine that if you just shove the tennis ball down there, that was all you had to do. <laughs> so you didn't even have to have any mechanical skills to turn the engine into a real engine. It, you just had to shove a tennis ball in the right spot. Uh, <laughs> that's the trick to everything. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that tank ride, though, <laughs> looks like it would be. I would be there every goddamn weekend to do that tank. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love when oh they were. My God. Yeah, they had a. Uh, uh, yeah, they had a tank ride that when you shot a tennis ball at a certain target, it would disable the cannons and start spinning around for fifteen seconds. Right, it's <laughs> sort of, sort of, bumper cars meets. Uh, battle bots. Yeah. yeah. Where you get to drive around a little tank and shoot tennis balls at other people driving around a little tank. Well, and you know, you know what I found out also is that there were stationary guns along the edges too. So you could either get in the tank or you could be in the battery and like, and just from the side shoot at tanks too. And so the tanks are firing tennis balls, not just at each other, but also at random people on the sides as well, trying to hit the, 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 uh, the cannons on the sides. Yeah. <laughs> That seriously sounds like so much fun. Oh, unbelievably fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't so. believe that that hasn't been replicated. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's uh, perhaps uh, it was too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> well, when they start lighting the tennis balls on fire, that's yeah. the that's the oh, real yeah. thing. Not ideal. I, yeah, <laughs> patron. Yeah. Oh what, man! Snuck gasoline into the ride and then lit the tennis balls on fire and was launching fireballs at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the funniest I mean, shit it, was when they said that like certain employees had to go out there to fix the tanks. At which point, everyone just unloaded on them. <laughs> 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 so if one of the tanks broke down, it was like, "Hey, can you go fix that tank?" And they would make one of the new guys do it, and then they walk out there, and then just a bajillion tennis balls are just being <laughs> shot at them from air cannons. Horrible. I mean, it, God, it seems like there's some bad flaw design surprise in the tanks to allow people to load the own, their own tennis balls so that they could light them on fire. Like, shouldn't those just be preloaded so that you can't even touch the tennis ball? Right, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, probably, but then that would involve them doing stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure there was just a hopper on the inside, and they probably just gave you a basket of balls that you just dumped into the hopper. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm assuming, because... Everything you have to imagine was done with the idea that, like, I don't, if if there's no one here to run this ride, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of how they approached everything. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I wanted to mention that uh, they have an interview with this guy, uh, Bob uh, Krahulik, uh, where his his quote was uh, about the wave pool. He, he was the guy who first says, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they called it the grave pool. Uh, <laughs> and he said that uh, certain people came to Action Park uh, and if they found one of the lifeguards, uh, be it male or female, attractive, they would attempt to drown <laughs> so that... <laughs> They could then hit on their rescuers, uh, which I found just so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, really good logic. Yeah, but they were doing this. It's one thing to do that at like a city pool, like haha, you know, it's it's whatever, it's obnoxious. But in this case, it's <laughs> I'm like no, I'm, But in this case, it's like no, I'm gonna jump into a deadly wave pool uh, and try to get this chick to fucking pull me out, you know. <laughs> uh, but the reason I brought him up, that's funny, but the reason I brought him up uh, is that uh, Bob Krahulik, I don't know if y'all noticed this, uh, for the interview for this movie, he is sitting in front of his, he's got, uh, he's sitting in front of his garage and he's got in the background just over his left shoulder is like a classic 1960s uh, Mustang uh, and his license plate says lifeguard. <laughs> the man is in his like 60s it looks like or late 50s and he has and he's still he's damaged like everyone else he's still living that lifeguard dream baby he's still in it (laughs) he is baywatch he is yeah absolutely he is baywatch (laughs) um also i wanted to mention jason scott who is uh labeled as the archivist and i believe he's a weird new jersey guy uh if i'm not mistaken oh Oh, see the guy who's dressed like a some kind of weird arc mage or something yeah i was gonna say he's dressed like dr demento oh Uh, yeah he's got he's got the top hat he's got like a really anyone with a top hat can fuck off for the most part yeah, but he's the one who uh, he's the one who talked about their their fake insurance. Uh, yeah, they, they the Gene Mulvihill started a fake insurance company that I believe was called uh, London Lon- Assurance and y- Word. Yeah, <laughs> but based in the Cayman Islands. Just naming it London so that it sounds fancy. Yeah, it sounds like Lloyd's of London. Yeah, they're like yeah, Lloyd's of London, London Word, whatever. 
That's so funny. That's really yeah, next level. <laughs> oh my god! And oh, his documents oh, were just handwritten on a notepad. <laughs> yeah, yes. that was what ensured his park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His documents were handwritten on a notepad. His ride designs were often written on cocktail napkins, uh, which Good. I thought was just so goddamn funny. Uh, <laughs> he would frequently get ride designs from people who other parks would not buy from yes and then he would make them crazier yeah (laughs) yeah he's like uh that's almost some like proto silicon valley shit a little bit right like yeah it's like oh yeah this guy got this guy got fired for face from facebook for being too much of an asshole we'll take him (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah um they just they, they, he thinks they're like trailblazers yeah yeah absolutely innovators don't interrupt them they're just innovating right right don't yeah don't don't interrupt the genius while he's innovating <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i mean there is you know there's also you know like like a, a documentary like this is you know kind of meant to be more more lighthearted and fun so they don't really dwell on this as much as they maybe should but like Action Park was this county's biggest employer. Yeah. And, and so that is why it had such outsized political influence, obviously, is because this guy is, you know, he employed, you know, half the fucking town. <laughs> so, yeah. of course, they're just going to let him do whatever he wants, which is, again, more, you know, it's it, it speaks to him being an asshole, but it is really an indictment of the larger system. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. So I, I was just watching this. I'm like, this is just, you know, I mean, like, like any uh like any good documentary it's supposed to kind of uh, uh be sort of a microcosm of society in some way but boy this is such a perfect <laughs> little american story isn't it yeah truly yeah i mean right, right <laughs> down right down to the to you know people just being like you know well i mean you know some people are going to die it's just uh yeah. you know it's just what's going to happen yeah and this guy would just this guy didn't like insurance and didn't like he just would be like a weird annoying libertarian yeah he's just he's he's trump he's like i don't like lawyers i, I just i'm gonna fuck you you know yeah and then all of the people there instead of fixing anything would jump off the diving cliff and just wave their dick at each other oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh man uh, oh and i also uh we cannot uh we cannot not mention uh all of the uh festivals that gene had <laughs> the ethnic oh, festivals yeah. that's funny <laughs> which i i wrote down uh there was Summerfest, Oktoberfest. A German fest, which I'm not sure if that's different from the Oktoberfest. I would <laughs> assume they're the spring. same thing, but who knows? Uh, a Polish fest, an and a polka fest, and again, I'm not sure if the polka fest and the Poli- <laughs> Polish fest are different, and an Irish festival. So, like, it's just it, it's incredible. And he disassembled a brewery in Germany and had it shipped to uh, that's, had it shipped that's to psychotic. I don't know if you saw, like, when you, they showed people drinking at the brewery, those gigantic beers. Yeah. So uh, in, in some of my supplemental research, I found out that uh, you were supposed to only be able to buy two of those massive beers. Like, they, they right. generally look, they look like a Route 44 drink from Sonic or something. Yeah. They're fucking enormous. And uh, you were supposed to only buy two. And so they would, they would stamp your hand. 
Okay. Yeah. And they would, you know, they would say, let me see your hands. And of course, it's a fucking water park. Yeah, it just so comes right off. Hour, there's no stamp on your goddamn hands, and the shit and the, the the shift has changed. So people could just get they could be drinking, you know, approximately what genuinely looked to be about two gallons of beer. <laughs> <laughs> you could just drink two gallons of beer every hour the whole day. There That's was so much beer. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just guesstimating based on how that looks. Bare minimum, it's a gallon. Bare minimum, it's Makes a fucking gallon. Makes my stomach hurt to think about. It's oh so crazy. That's about as bulletproof as, I, I don't know if the law is still the same way. But when I was in college in Des Moines, what you could do is you could go to Iowa City, and uh-huh. in Iowa City, well, I mean, the bars would let you in in Des Moines anyway, like around Drake. It didn't really matter that much. Right, right. Um, as long as you had some kind of fake ID. Like, mine was just, like, a template that I printed off and then taped to the front of a Pizza Hut gift card. Like, they ah. didn't care as long as there was something that said you were 21. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> but legitimately, the like, the law in, in Iowa City was that you could get into a bar if you were 18, but they would put a wristband on you. And so then they would know not to sell to you. <laughs> so it's you like, oh, just... that wristband, that can't be taken <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, it's like it's a... <laughs> Yeah, like it's a manacle or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, we got the we got the oh, rowdy we got dog. The other one. We got the other one here. Hello, There's Gus's. Hey, uh, Gus. What's up, buddy? Um, yeah, I um, I I wanted to uh, let's see, because uh, I went to the YouTube page uh, of. Uh, there, there's a great, I should say, there's a great uh, web series called Defunct Land. Yeah, I've watched the Defunct Land on on Action Park. Man, that if y'all who are listening, if y'all haven't seen Defunct Land, run, don't walk. It's really my, fun. Yeah, it's incredibly well done. Like it, it's it's you know it's the kind of thing where I watch it. I'm like, God damn, I, I, I would love I would love to do this. And yeah, I, they they had they strangely had almost all the same footage that this documentary did. Yeah. There was uh, quite a bit of this documentary that was pulled from YouTube, it seems. Right. uh, In terms of the video quality. And I I can't help but think they maybe pulled it from the the Defunct Land stuff. Um, A couple of the details that they mentioned in Defunct Land that they didn't mention in the documentary, uh, they had a bungee tower, which after, after seeing all of this and hearing all of this, to then be like, yes, I will trust these people with my life uh, on a bungee <laughs> tower. They had a bungee tower with one person manning the tower at the top and four people jumping at once. So ah! there was there was one child at the top being like hooking everybody up. And, and that alone is crazy because I would demand one person per person. To, right. you know, I, would, I would need a one-on-one with the guy hooking me up to the bungee cable. Right. Um, so there's one guy hooking up all four people, and he's like, all right, one, two, three, all right, go. And then they all have to jump. Uh, oh, my God. So that was crazy. The name of the bungee tower was the Snapple Snap-Up Whipper Snapper. <laughs> Brought to you by Snapple. Was it sponsored? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I found all of the sponsors for their last season. Oh, my uh, God. That's crazy. So these are these are the companies that signed off on Action Park uh, during their last uh, season in 1996. 
Ticketmaster, Toys R Us, M&M's, Domino's, The Ground Round, uh, Hot 97, very influential hip-hop station out of uh, out of New York City, Coca-Cola, Snapple, Bud Light, Ronald McDonald. Oh, my House. God. Uh, yeah, Baskin-Robbins, fucking Country Time Lemonade. Like, it's a crazy list of, you're like, you guys know six people died here. Uh, That's it's fucking insane. Nuts. Yeah, I've got, uh, I found the brochure. They've got all of their... Uh, uh, all the rides on here and stuff like that. Uh, and the other thing that was real crazy that I found out, uh, oh, there was a skate park too, apparently. <laughs> and all the concrete was just broken. <laughs> so everyone's just getting fucked up. Like oh there's just <laughs> like the lip, like the lip of like the bowls are chips. So people are just fucking wiping. Oh like my it's, God. A, it's a nightmare. They also had something called the action park gladiator challenge, which was no. put in around <laughs> around the success of American Gladiators, where you took on the Action Park Gladiators, who were just <laughs> the children who were running the rides, and they were all drunk. And so it was just drunk kids with pads coming at you with those big uh, combat sticks, or whatever the hell they call them. Pugil sticks. Pugil sticks. And you had to run through this like kind of half pipe while these, these, these drunk kids tried to beat you with sticks. Jesus. <laughs> Um, there was also a place where you could pay to fight drunk children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm getting back on board. Uh, they had a thing that they they showed for exactly one second in the documentary, but didn't talk about uh, the aerodonium, which is that skydive simulator. So it's a gigantic fan. And you put on like a, a a squirrel suit and then float above the fan. You know, it's one of those oh, things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that they he didn't know how to build one of those, so he just fucking just built it how he thought it should work. And so the channel of air wasn't going up in like a cone, I guess. Like you're supposed to build those inside, like kind of a you know a sealed in area, so yeah. you can control where the air is going, so that if you go out of the air column, you don't immediately plunge to the ground. But he just had it outside, so like if you were directly over the fan, you would float for a second. But of course, air doesn't work like that. So right, as air soon doesn't as you were, cradle you into a position. Right. So as soon as you kind of slipped off the air column, people just fell and immediately dislocated their shoulders, broke open their mouths. Oh like, my god! Like, just That's a fucking horrible, unmitigated disaster. Uh, and then uh, let's see. And then the most shocking thing that I cannot believe they did not mention in the documentary. I assume there was maybe just they ran out of time or something. Yeah. And this would have been a whole other can of worms. Uh, there were two other action parks. <laughs> there was really? one. Yeah. There was one called Action Mountain that was also owned by Gene Mulvihill in Pine Hill, New Jersey. And uh, that one, in the video that I saw for it, had what isn't it's not the most dangerous thing in and of itself it's just potentially absolutely fucking deadly and that was they had a water ball pit so that's a that is a pool filled with plastic balls like the mcdonald's play place except now if you go under the balls and you drown no one will be able to see you (laughs) drown so like it just oh showed God. it showed little kids jumping into this fucking pool of water with and the whole surface is obviously covered in balls so if that kid hits his head and goes under 
no one will ever i mean you just won't find his body until someone else finds the body yeah <laughs> walking around in there oh my god so that one was crazy uh and then they also had a pocono action park in pennsylvania so they moved to they had one in another state too wow uh, yeah so anyway uh also i found out that uh a twisted sister once did a concert <laughs> at the original action park for for ten thousand people and supposedly they did like like you know almost a million dollars worth of damage the twisted sister fans <laughs> <laughs> or should i say the sick motherfucking fans of twisted sister which is the name of their fan club group wow uh, yeah during during his uh uh senate testimony you know during the obscenity trials they had d snyder on the stand and they were like uh oh tipper gore was like um sir can you tell us the name of your fan club he's like yeah it's the sick motherfucking fans of twisted sister uh, <laughs> but i found that out also i found out uh, and this is maybe, I, I almost think Luke, maybe you're slightly, cause you're not, you know, you're what, like two, three years younger than us. You might not even remember this. Do you remember Wienerville? <laughs> Wienerville? Yeah. Do you, Monica? Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I swear. I think I'm, I'm exactly as young as you can be. 34 years old is as, as young as you could possibly be to remember Wienerville. Wienerville was this extremely surreal puppet show on Nickelodeon hosted by a man named Mark Wiener. And he had, <laughs> it, it had all these crazy, his, his, the most famous one was he, there was a dinosaur, uh, a, a dinosaur skeleton named Boney. And he was kind of their Oscar, the grouch. And his song was, I'm Boney, I'm Boney, leave me alone and that was uh <laughs> and then the other big thing was they would have these little teeny tiny bodies that were like marionettes and then uh celebrities would stick their head through the curtain so it looked like they yeah. had these massive heads and these tiny little bodies and the one i remember was a uh, tag team the group that did whoop there it is it was on wienerville and i was like yo and they did whoop there it is as the little puppets <laughs> like, this is the greatest fucking thing i've ever seen he apparently did a regular live show because he was from new jersey i think mm -hmm. he did a show there every summer when when that show was kind of on that's uh, which so fun was only a couple of years but yeah he did live wienerville uh at at action park um yeah so uh the only other thing i wanted to mention is uh that that thing where the because it, it called to mind a couple of years ago in uh, kansas city kansas where that kid got decapitated on a fucking roller coaster did y'all know about on a water slide Oh, on a water I don't, slide? I don't know that yeah. I knew I remember this. hearing about a water slide. So there's there's a water park uh, that it's a I think there's a couple of them. There's obviously a couple of them. Uh, the original one is in Texas and it's called Schlitterbahn. Oh, uh, sure. And there's a Schlitterbahn by the way German for slippery road. Um, <laughs> and because Texas is there's a bunch of Germans down there. And mm -hmm. uh, but there's they open up one in Kansas City and this is crucial, Kansas City, Kansas. Not Kansas City, Missouri, because on the Missouri side, there's a lot more strict regulations about water parks and, yeah. and, and rides. Kansas City, Kansas, they're like, fuck it, baby. I can do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so they open up another Schlitterbahn in Kansas, and they built this ride called Verrucht, which is German for crazy or insane. And Verrucht is this like crazy drop, and the idea was for people to get air. So they have a huge drop, goes all the way down, and then there's a hump. And then it lands. So you go down this, like, whatever it is. Like, I think it's, like, 93 feet tall fucking drop or something. And then you hit a hump, and you're supposed to get a bunch of air. And, of course, as soon as they did it, 
you know, the dummies that they ran down there, same thing as the cannonball loop, the dummies were coming out, you know, broken in pieces. And so they fucked with it. And the best thing they came up with was, all right, we're going to get X amount of weight on each, on each one. And we're going to have a big net at the top of the hump. So if the, if the, the raft leaves the track, they at least won't fly off. They'll hit the net and come back down. Uh, and in, I think, uh, believe it was 2000, I want to say 2016, uh, a kid went, they went up and the kid's head got caught in the Ooh. net and it sliced his head off. Oh my God. And the reason that this ties into this film is again, it's like they built this thing there because a rack, a lack of regulation and the only reason that this ride really got shut down, I think, is because the kid happened to be the son of one of Kansas State's uh, like uh, representatives. Like his dad was in Congress in Kansas, oh, so shit. obviously they got you know they in got trouble. you know yeah. a spike rammed up their ass because of that. But it's like if not for that, if it was just some other kid, you know, there's not going to be shit done about this. You know, it's uh, yeah. So anyway, I uh, just that, that's what it reminded me of. It's like oh, this this is uh, this is very similar to the uh to the kansas situation so. yeah oh anyway. wow yeah, yeah it's good that it's all corrupt and uh there will never be justice for anything unless you're already from an important family right yeah. yeah um but yeah i did go to the youtube and i just wanted to share very briefly uh a couple of uh comments uh from the people you know because oh, youtube sure. youtube is is of the people you know we can see what the people really think uh and, and I, these are all recent, too. Uh, Tyler Bruce, one day ago, sounds like a bunch of softies who died there, if you ask me. <laughs> we, should open, we should open Action Park back up. Who can't handle three-foot waves? That's just natural selection. Yikes. Uh, uh, Valhura, 77. I wouldn't drown. I'm not a fucking pussy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, believe me. Okay. Uh, Valhura, 77. Man, people today are a bunch of whinge bag Winge bag pussies who will never truly live. I don't. I don't know what a winge bag is, but that's what he's. I don't know. I'm fine uh, with not living. I think. I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, this guy bomber from a week ago says, "Once I saw 17 people in the giant fish tank before security came and ordered them out at Action Park." So. <laughs> Apparently, there's a goddamn fish tank, too, like an aquarium, and there's just kids getting in the aquarium with the fish. Uh, Those fish so. couldn't have lived long. Yeah, yeah. You feel you feel bad for the fish. That's really the main people I feel bad for. Uh, <laughs> Mighty Megatron from a week ago. You younger fucks need to get a good action park now to shake the estrogen from out of you. Uh, yeah, that's my alt account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I think MT. that that's how estrogen works. You shake it. <laughs> you gotta shake it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like a uh, turkey stuffing. Shake and bake, <laughs> baby. Uh, MT from a week ago. The narrator sounds like a whiny kid. Complains <sighs> about theme parks, but thinks eating Tide Pods would be a fun challenge. Made a lot of allusions to how dangerous this park was supposedly but never gave any numbers or reference. It's just so confusing that there is like a whole subculture of like internet tough guy that is like offended on behalf of a park. 
Oh yeah, Le- uh, Leck Dog, <laughs> Leck Dog from two weeks ago. Such hysteria. God bless these owners. Great place. Pre cuck era. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> uh, that's so. That's... I mean, that's just so weird. It's so weird to be like offended at the mere suggestion that stuff can be dangerous. Jesse Arana from two weeks ago. The world is run by pussies who want to keep everyone safe until we die. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> he says, none, none of us are getting out of this alive, so fuck it and fuck you. If I want to die on a water slide, that's my goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fine. You're right. Oh my, uh, let's see. Uh uh, nowadays kids are too coddled a generation of candy asses is what i call them different times and generations you had to be there at action park to experience it gen x last of a breed (laughs) oh fuck off oh my god last of a breed (laughs) i'm telling you man Uh, who are these like who are these like cigar chomping youtube commenters (laughs) i mean they're all the people that everyone in this movie was talking about yeah (laughs) Oh yeah! They're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Everybody wore it as a badge of honor, and they would yeah, call you a pussy. N- nobody, they're... nobody. Are, like, I don't. I've never looked, but I can't imagine people are leaving these comments on defunct lands videos about like Walt Disney history. No, <laughs> no, surely not. Uh, TC Don from three weeks ago. Man, four more years of Trump, and this will come back. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a narrow vision oh, that's, of what that's happens. That's incredible. That is fucking incredible. I love that so much that a guy is waiting, you know, like like a fucking religious zealot waiting for the return of Jesus. Like, is waiting, dude, four more years and Action Park will be back. Also, technically, the only presidential candidate that has officially weighed in and said no. And yeah. Action Park, yeah. <laughs> Who's seen Action Park with his own <laughs> eyes and it said, no, like, this is oh, bad. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke Tucker, three weeks ago, before the Candy Ass Society took over. Boy, Candy Ass is really a word that gets used more than I thought. Gen X loves Candy Ass, dude. Yeah. It's because of The Rock. I had no yeah. idea. I dude, had they, no they, idea. It's because they were in college when The Rock was huge, and he told people he was going to lay the smack down on their candy asses. <laughs> That's... So pathetic that that's <laughs> what. <laughs> oh, th- this is the last one, and this uh, this is a perfect cap because they don't mention this in the documentary. This is so insane. When my dad was a kid, they had target shooting at Action Park with real rifles. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, which you can assume. Which you can assume, based on all prior evidence, that this rifle range was run by the same children who were running everything else. (laughs) So the fact that no one got shot is crazy. Yeah. Like the fact that some guy who had just drank 16 German gallon (laughs) beers uh, didn't walk in there and was just like... Ah, fucking Tony thinks he could talk shit. I'll fucking show him. <laughs> and <they're> just <laughs> take one of the guns with like some pimple faced kid being like, hey, man. No. <laughs> Wait, no, you can't take the 30 out six into the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, this was, yeah, I, I was, uh, I, w- I was up so late just listening to everything. I, I can't, I can't get enough of this story. There's just. <laughs> 
it's it, th- this is my brain this is the world that i like you know if anybody has heard my podcast and yeah some of the things that we cover it's like this this sort of chaos is the spice of life to me like i don't want to be anywhere <laughs> near it i don't want it to happen now but to go back into history and just see how fucking dangerous and awful everything used to be <laughs> at least makes you feel a little bit better that we're at least on a continuum and not like uh you know none of this is new like the world yeah. has always been pretty bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well on that note <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun movie if you haven't watched it don't let me uh dissuade you it's a really fun ass movie and it's fun to look into but my god it's dangerous everything's so dangerous yeah i also i do like um i like john hodgman in general and yes, I, he's a too. good narrator for this it's really yeah. he's really charming Oh, this is the first like John Hodgman anything I've heard in years. I'm, I was so happy to see he's you know out out doing stuff, uh, out and about. Uh, I'm a big fan of his podcast. I like him a lot. Uh, is that is that still the same? The Judge John yeah. Hodgman. Yeah, oh, that's been going for a long time now. I used to listen to that when I worked at the at the stakeout place. The steak. I worked at a steak place that delivered. It was owned by a former cop, and it was called Stakeout. <laughs> oh my god that's really funny what a funny detail yeah Um, did it have to be a like a delivery place just to make the pun work yeah i guess so it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't actually started by him it was just a coincidence that he used to be a cop it was like a chain but still uh, (laughs) that's really good it makes it really funny that he used to be a cop and it's called steak both words (laughs) in the title have to be a pun it has to be steaks and they have to go out of the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Let's be yeah, take yeah. out. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, okay. Let's let's give it a sum up. Um, three sentences or less. Uh, I'll go first. Um, Class Action Park is a documentary about um, how terrifying New Jersey teenagers are. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all i have to say about yeah. it uh, uh rivers uh class action park is a great movie you should watch it and lawsuits ruin everything people <laughs> get hurt it's part of life choices now look at the pussies we have running around today face palm emoji okay great <laughs> great that, that was uh johnny reb from kentucky said that <laughs> Yeah, I think in my heart I knew that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luke? Uh, we were all right about New Jersey. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, That's where half my family lives, and it's so true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, we did it. <laughs> Man, yeah, we did. I want to go to a goddamn water park now, and we can't. Yeah, I, I'm I know. Just gonna, I'm gonna fill a bath up with cold water and just sit in it. And think. You can. I'm sure po- hotel pools are open for the most part. So, oh yeah, okay. Get, get yourself to Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm you know I'm I'm gonna be uh, coming your way uh, over Thanksgiving break, Monica. We should uh, we should uh, speak to each other in a park, uh, <laughs> six yeah. feet apart. <laughs> sounds great yeah i'll be coming through 
Okay. Well, uh, Rivers, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rivers Langley. And I don't know when this is dropping. I assume this date will have passed. Uh, but you, I, I was going to plug the uh, political fundraiser that I'm uh, trying to raise money for. My friend Ian Dent is running to be America's first trans coroner uh and wow. with that, and that uh it you know it, it sounds it sounds like oh you know and I, I i understand that certain people are uh you know critical of identity politics and or whatever but in the case of being coroner it actually does matter because in some states uh and in some communities coroner is an elected position it's not like you're appointed uh the way it should be you fucking run to be the guy who uh signs death certificates it's insane Weird. uh but it's still an elected position and what that means for the trans community is that it if some Republican dickbag is your coroner, there is a chance that he will ignore whatever name you want to go by, whether it's oh, on your yeah. whether he'll, it's on your driver's license or whatever, uh, whatever your chosen name. That is, there's a chance if the person is not, uh, you know, a, a fucking caring uh, person who believes in human dignity, that'll be thrown out the window, and they will just put down whatever names on your birth They'll certificate. just like dead and name and misgender you. That is well. That's funny you mentioned. That is where the term dead name comes from. Yeah, actually, oh. I I always assumed it meant a dead name was like that name is dead. To me, I no longer use it. That's not it. It actually means like back in the battle days in the 70s and 80s, if you were a trans person, you died. Your dead name meant the name that was going to snap back to you as soon as you died. Oh, uh, that's and, crazy. And that that has changed, you know, in a lot of, you know, in Los Angeles, New York, some of the bigger cities that that is no longer, uh, you know, that's no longer the case. Uh, you know, coroners are doctors usually and they're they're kind of, uh, you know, normal, not shitheads in right. rural America. That's that is not the case at all. So that yeah. that is a so if you want to uh you know if whether you believe in electoralism or not you can actually help uh in this in this case by getting my friend ian uh elected in this small town he lives in a very small town in indiana called richmond uh so you know this is this is uh if you want to change the world you gotta you know uh what think global and act local right yeah uh, so i'm putting together a fundraiser i think this, i don't know if this will be out at the same time uh as that that's going to be going on this saturday if it is for some reason uh log on uh to uh our our great uh mutual friend uh monica mandy johnson and uh jake brown who is uh running their uh kind of oh yeah, um, yeah. hold the phone comedy guy. yeah so yeah. it's it's twi twitch.tv slash hold the phone comedy uh the lineup i'm going to be hosting roy wood jr and uh gareth reynolds from the dollop which we mentioned earlier uh jackie cation brandy posey anna valenzuela and uh keith carey from mean boys and roast battle uh that we will all be uh zooming and having a good time and trying to raise money for a uh, good cause uh that's so, awesome to get, my, to get my friend ian elected so uh yeah so uh do that and if you uh you know if if we've missed the date already that's cool uh hit me up I, I, on twitter at rivers langley and i will send you the link where you can donate to the campaign because uh the it's it's election day so november 3rd uh, yeah and if, and if for some reason you live in richmond indiana <laughs> i don't know why you would uh get out and vote get out and vote uh you know i don't give a shit what you write on the rest of the ticket but at least get out and vote for my friend ian because he's a great guy and uh and and let's fucking do this thing yeah luke uh well i guess i'll plug something also very selfless which is to follow me on social media <laughs> <laughs> twitter and instagram at luke follow. jensen yeah. <laughs> okay uh i'm mighty monica it's monica with a k thank you guys so much for listening